Hey, what's up? And welcome to today's Quick Tip Tuesday episode of Build Your Tribe. Today, we are going to be talking about my favorite topic and the topic that I feel I am the most qualified to speak on, know the most about, and have the most experience with, and that is Instagram. Mom, you ready to get going? Yes, I am. Cool, cool, cool. Let's go. All right. What we're going to cover, this is what we're going to share with you. We're going to talk to you the must-have sales ingredient. We're going to talk to you about the must-avoid selling mistakes. Why don't you go through the top five reasons that people buy things? I would love to. You know, and I I just want to say, just as a reminder, Brock and I, what we're sharing with you isn't based just on our own experience because that would be pointless, right? We want to share with you the absolute best practices, practices that we have been able to test. We've been using case studies and serving our members. We have a an Instagram membership, which we, of course, would invite any of you to be a part of being an Insta Club Hub member. But it's that group of individuals, which I believe there's almost 12,000, who we're constantly looking at what's working for them and what's not. So that it isn't like you know a one-off because any person with a lot of followers is going to have a very different experience from someone who has is just getting started or has under 10,000 or even under 1,000 followers. So we're going to share with you best practices. And not only that, these are practices that we have been testing for years. Literally, I've been teaching Instagram marketing for 11 years now. And I sold over $4 million just on Instagram without ads. So yes, of course you can run ads, but what we're really focused on teaching you is how to make this happen for you organically. Because that opportunity is there, but you have to know the right techniques and tactics. And part of that is understanding sales. It's understanding what is it that gets people to buy? What is it that makes people buy? Because if you don't understand that, you won't understand how to frame your content. The number one reason why people want to buy is to save save time. time, right? So people, when you're thinking about like, oh, I need to buy that. We're going to buy something because it saves us time. We're going to buy something because it will... Brock. Oh, sorry. Yeah. To (laughs) save or make money. Sorry about that. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I realized like, oh, that's going to save me money. Like I don't have to buy as many or there's a discounted price on this, or I can buy this and it will help me to make money. I assume many of you who have invested in Insta Club Hub, you did so because you want to make money. Yeah, absolutely. Another reason is to avoid pain or loss, to avoid missing out on something, to avoid the pain of losing something to just avoid pain altogether to make your life easier and more comfortable, right? Yep. Also to transform or improve. So if you think about the reason why someone might buy makeup or to buy a weight loss program or a health program or something Mm -hmm. related to meditation, you know, anything that makes their lives better, maybe it's to improve your home, maybe it's to improve your relationship. And we want transformation. Yeah. Yeah. And then another one is to feel good. You know, just generally like, feeling better, feeling happier, feeling more peaceful. You know, when you like this morning, today for lunch, I had a delicious bacon cheeseburger and I bought that (laughs) partially to avoid the pain of hunger, but mostly to feel good because it felt delicious eating that bacon cheeseburger with a side of tater tots. That was amazing. Well, good for you. I bought, I bought this blouse to feel good. And I bought this necklace to feel good that like I buy clothes to feel good Mm -hmm, and makeup to feel mm -hmm. good. Like sometimes we just buy things to feel good. But even if your product or what you're selling or you know whatever it is you're monetizing even if you have all of those things you still need one very important ingredient 
And if you don't have it, it's very hard to make sales. I mean, it's certainly possible. We've all done it, but it is a million times easier if you have this one very important ingredient. And that ingredient is trust, the trust of your audience. If mm-hmm. Even if what it is you have helps people to save time, save money, makes them feel better, it promises a transformation, improvements, all of these things. If people don't trust you, even if they feel like they don't really know you or they feel like they can't trust you, they're not likely to buy because what it is you offer, probably someone else offers it. And so they're going to look for that like, okay, I can trust this person. Trust is a really huge reason why we do and or don't buy. Mm -hmm. In fact, uh, studies show that the number one reason that the modern consumer buys something is because of trust. They have Mm -hmm. to trust. They rank that as their number one factor when they're purchasing something. Like you can purchase something that's going to save you time or money. You can purchase something that's going to make you feel good. You can purchase something to transform, but you're never going to believe it's going to make you transform or it's going to save you time or money or it's going to make you feel good unless you have this important ingredient of trust. Right. There is a formula for it. And you know, a lot of books have been written on it. One of the books that I like to recommend that people read is called The Trusted Advisor. And that book is by David Maester. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. And Charles Green. And in this book, it's a phenomenal book. And, and I highly recommend any of you who, whether it's on social media or if you're an entrepreneur, if you're looking to find a way to be, maybe become an influencer or just monetize your social media, you have to understand trust. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so important. It's important as a leader, but the trust formula, as he breaks it down, is really simple. It is trust is credibility, mm-hmm. intimacy, and self-orientation. All of these things, that, those are the things that impact the way people feel, whether they can trust you or not. When we say self-orientation, what we mean by that is if there's too much self-promotion, we don't mm-hmm. trust you. If there's not enough intimacy or transparency, we don't trust you. If we don't feel like you have the credibility to be talking about what you're talking about, we don't trust you. But if all of those things are there, you've got trust. If if people feel like this person's more credible than me, or they're credible for what it is I'm looking to learn, I feel like they're sharing with me who they are, and it's not all about them, then we trust that person, right? So if you know someone, in your life, like a friend, you know, an acquaintance, I should say. So maybe a friend of a friend and you run into them like all the time and they're in your little circles of friends, et cetera. But for whatever reason, you don't ever get to know them. Like they're very kind of guarded. Many times you've seen them, you're like, I still don't feel like I know who this person is because they're kind of guarded. Tell me if you feel like you could truly trust that person or if there's something about them. It's like, I can't put my finger on it, but I don't know what it is, but I just don't know if I trust them. I mean, I I have an acquaintance who I've known for probably 15 years and I keep struggling with that. I'm like, I just, I don't even know if I feel comfortable saying the things that I say in in this group of friends because this person has never gone there themselves. And that is intimacy. So for those of you who are like, I feel very uncomfortable, like sharing any details about my life or any details about my business, et cetera. You put yourself at a disadvantage. I'm not saying you got to like share thing because we know there are people who overshare. But that intimacy does create a relationship. Mm-hmm. It's relatability. And mom, I was going to add, wait, what's the R? The R is reliability. So that's the, the R in the equation. It stands for reliability. And how do you come across as more reliable on social media? 
it goes back to your consistency, you know? Mm -hmm. And so we always talk about like consistency for growth and consistency is key. Consistency is key because it's how you show your audience that you're reliable. I've heard it said that the greatest ability we have is our reliability. So if you're Mm -hmm. reliable, if your audience can count on you to post every day, to show up on your stories, to, to be true to your word, if you can be reliable, that builds trust. Trust equals credibility, reliability, and intimacy. And all of that is divided by your self-orientation, which again, your self-orientation is like, what's in it for you? Like, where do you stand in this offer that you're making or in this sales pitch that you're giving? Where do you stand? Yeah. Right? And what's really important is we all lose followers. Brock, you mm-hmm. did a post last week about how many followers you've lost recently. Mm-hmm. We all lose followers every day. Mm-hmm. And here's the transparent honest truth is that the more followers you attract, which you will, the more followers you attract, you are going to see a steady decline in your followers. So you're going to lose followers every day. It's just like your hair. Every day you are losing (laughs) hair and you're also growing hair. The Mm -hmm. key, however, is to be growing your following at a Mm -hmm. higher rate than you're losing followers. And the followers that you lose are fine. Those aren't people that were probably going to buy from you anyways. Yeah. And the more niched you get, mm-hmm. and niche, just to recap, niche is the thing you have got to figure out if you want this to be easier. If you yeah. want to make it so easy on yourself to attract followers, the right followers, targeted followers, mm-hmm. then you've got to understand Not what is your industry. If you say you're a health coach, if you say I'm a real estate agent, if you say I'm in a beauty, those are industries. Those aren't niches. Mm -hmm. Step one, before any of this, before you can sell, before you can grow your following, before you can increase your engagement, step one to growing your business and your Instagram or whatever social media you want to use. Even if you're listening to us and you're like, I hate Instagram, I'm going to take all this and just apply it to TikTok. Step one is to identify and pick that niche. But when you do that, when you are really identifying your niche and posting all about your niche, you will lose followers. And I like to say it's it's like trimming the fat. It's a good thing. There's a certain amount of people who aren't going to be interested in your niche. They're not going to be interested in what you have to post. Maybe they're going to disagree with whatever it is that you're saying or whatever you believe in. Or maybe Instagram just deleted their account because they were a robot in the first place and they were a spammer in the first place. So it's very normal to lose followers. To be totally transparent with y'all, I lose like 500 followers a day, but I also gain like one to 2,000 followers a day by practicing everything that we're preaching. But it's very normal to lose followers. And I would actually go as far as to say that it's a good thing to lose followers. And also, it's okay to lose money, right? <laughs> if you know you're going to make more. Yeah. You know, obviously, you're trying not to lose followers, but we don't want you to focus on that. Mm-hmm. My, mm-hmm. Our point is this. You can lose followers. Mm -hmm. You can lose money because both those things, you can figure out a way to get it back. But one of the most difficult things, the one of the most expensive, one of the most costly things for you to lose is trust. Because if you lose people's trust, it is almost impossible to sell. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about some trust busters, some ways that you lose people's trust. First of all, not delivering on your promises. Mom, you want to talk about that one a little bit? Yeah. So for example, if you're going to tell people, hey, I'm going to post a tip every day this week. I'm going to give you my best morning hack. And then you do it for three days. People are like, you know, that's what we mean by delivering on a promise. Or for example, telling people that you're going to deliver something or that you're going to, you're going to provide something. Not delivering on those promises makes people wonder if they can actually trust you. Here's another one. If your Instagram bio 
has been optimized. And it says, I help people discover their true purpose in life to be a better mom. But you're never talking about that. Mm -hmm. Or sometimes you are, but most of the time it's like a variety of things. Sometimes you're talking about food and sometimes you're talking like you're all over the place. Then you're really not delivering on the promise of an optimized bio. And when we say bio, we mean like, you know, your profile. Yeah. That's a, that's a huge point, mom, because that niche that you have picked for your account, when you're posting about things that aren't in that niche, you're not delivering on a promise. It's like showing up to a Mexican restaurant and they're serving sushi. They're not delivering on the promise that they've made. Another way that you can bust people's trust is by promoting things that you don't believe in. And I think we've all seen examples of when influencers do this and it says hashtag ad in the bottom right-hand corner. And they're talking about their fourth different tummy tea of the week. And they're just promoting things that you can tell they don't really believe in. They're just promoting it for a dollar, right? Mm -hmm. You know, I know we have a lot of network marketers on, and this might not be a popular sentiment, but I just have to say, you're going to lose trust if absolutely everything your company puts out, you are making it seem as though it's the best thing ever and you absolutely love it, you know, and, and it's for everyone and, and you're completely obsessed because, you know, you lose credibility. You can't love every, you can't be obsessed with everything. That just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Now you can like everything and you can be obsessed with something, but it's also really important that you be transparent yeah. and Brock, do you want to talk about self-promotion? Yeah, sure. So just too much self-promotion. And even if this isn't necessarily things you're selling, if everything is just, you only share your own posts to your story, you only are talking about your own products, you're only recommending links and telling people about products that you have an affiliate link for. Listen, my mom and myself, we could get affiliate links for just about every product that we love. But sometimes we're promoting products that we don't have a link for. We're just like, hey, so promote things that aren't, any benefit to you, promote things just because you love them and that helps. And because you know, it's good for other people. Mm-hmm. You know, I, and I did this on my stories today. I was talking about a, a beauty line that I just discovered and I love it. And I didn't have an affiliate link. The company reached out to me after the fact and they're like, Hey, we can give you a discount code. I'm like, okay, cool. But I already posted it, you know? Yeah. yeah. And then another one, mom, I'll let you talk about this one is deceit or just like lacking transparency. And again, that's like just disclosing to people. How do you really feel about this product? Yeah. An example of this would be Recently, I partnered with a company to create a sleep gummy. Mm -hmm. So it's got melatonin and CBD and cannabinol and terpenes in it. It has a lot of ingredients in it. And so when I was explaining, not selling, but when I was explaining to people how it works and who am I work for and how I use it, I also said it has kind of a weird aftertaste. Like it tastes good at first, but it kind of has a weird aftertaste. And the company that I partnered with, Soul CBD, they're like, I don't know if you should say that. I'm like, well, but that's the truth. And I have to be honest and say it has a weird aftertaste. I'm not going to lie and say it tastes delicious. I want to eat 10 of them because it's not a candy. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's medicine. Mm -hmm. So I think people are expecting it not to taste like a piece of candy when it's got that many ingredients in it, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's just being honest and not thinking that that's going to deter a sale because it won't. Mm -hmm. Well, deter a sale is if people feel like, wait, it can't be like that amazing. You know, Mm -hmm. if people feel like you're hiding something, our little warning bells go off. 
Yeah, absolutely. Another one is, it's just posting content that isn't true. And now from time to time, you might share something that maybe is true at the time, but eight months from now, it's not true anymore. But continuing to post content that just isn't true or that's blatantly false or that's making these big claims, obviously that's going to bust trust. And then finally, just being inauthentic, being inauthentic. And what we say for that one is, you know, if you don't like dancing and pointing and lip syncing on your reels, don't force yourself to do it. Don't force yourself to do some kind of content or to talk in some certain way that isn't true to you. A good test of this is if you're recording your Instagram story and you finish and you're like, that just didn't feel like me. Like I felt weird doing that. And there's a difference between, you know, hey, I've never done this before. I'm a little bit uncomfortable. This is new to me. There's a difference between that and the feeling of like, that just wasn't me. And so yeah. like we always say, trust your gut. If your gut is saying this isn't me, then it's not authentic. It's not authentic to who you are and your followers will be able to tell. This is my personal recommendation. And I, I've heard lots of other people, even video coaches share a different perspective. I personally think the tide has shifted and we can feel phony on social mm -hmm. media. We can sense it. We can identify it. We have radar for it like that, where we didn't used to. And so people used to have this like on-camera persona where they had like a different voice and they talked differently and they were like, hi, you guys, like super, like, I don't know, weird. Like no one talks like that. I mean, some yeah. people do, but most people don't. And so it just feels really inauthentic when you're watching someone, they're like, hey guys, I just wanted to pop on here real quick to just tell you guys, because no one talks like that. It's <laughs> such a weird video, social media, bizarre thing that now it just doesn't feel real. And that's inauthentic. Another way to know that you're being inauthentic authentic. It feels like you're imitating somebody else or you're mm -hmm. trying to match somebody else's energy. You don't have to yeah. do that. Listen, mm -hmm. Brock and I are both, you know, pretty outgoing and loud and animated all the time. Like when Brock mm -hmm. is, comes back home to live with us, I'm like, Brock, you are a lot. I need a break. And I'm a lot too. But like, what's interesting mm -hmm. is there's a bunch of people who I follow on Instagram who their energy is really chill, really subdued. And I gravitate to that. And maybe it's because I am high energy. So I kind of want the opposite. And sometimes like super hyper people and like really outgoing and they're like so entertaining, like I can't do it. Mm -hmm. So you yeah. have to remember that there's somebody who's looking for your style. So be your style. Don't try to copy someone else's. Here's the deal. When you hold your phone up, Imagine you are FaceTiming with your best friend. And if you called your best friend, you're like, hey, girl, I just wanted to pop on here real quick. Like, she'd be like, what? Yeah. You know, like, just talk to your phone the same way you would talk to a friend. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Any last words, Brock Johnson? Thanks for having me. It was fun being here. Yeah, I'm glad to have you. It was fun talking to my I, mom. I appreciate you taking this time. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks so much for joining us. It is my goal to be brief, to be bright, to make it fun, and then be done. We out. Peace.